closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. We are back on the sidelines this week with a very special guest. We are joined by Kendra Herber. She runs, swims, bikes, all with a prosthetic leg. Your story is so beautiful. You compete against others with physical disabilities, and you're also a teacher at Lakota West Freshman High School. Uh, growing up as an amputee has also led Kendra to write her book, Whole a Leg Up on Life. Uh, Lindsay and I were doing some prep before you came in, and we feel... Very lazy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, 100%. You are amazing. You are an absolute rock star. Uh, we have so many questions for you. And uh, Lindsay, I believe you are going to start us off. Yeah. You know, just reading up on, on your story, it's absolutely incredible. And like Molly mentioned, I was exhausted. I'm yeah. like, oh, man, I got to get to work because um, you definitely stay busy. And then obviously your story, it's very encouraging um, for a lot of people. You mentioned um, previously when in other interviews, it's something that you were born with. Can you just tell us a little bit about your journey and what it's been like for you? Yeah, I was born with fibular hemimelia and it's basically I'm missing my fibula bone and my right foot was turned outward when I was born. I was also missing my last two toes and my leg was about an inch and a half shorter than my sound side. And then on my left side, I actually had a dislocated hip as well. So I had like a metal bar going back and forth between the two for, you know, a few months and it was just kind of a mess. Wow. Well, what made you decide, you know what, I am going to do incredible things. I mean, even outside of the classroom, writing a book, we'll get to that in just a moment. But you said, I'm going to be an athlete too. What, what really started that for you? Well, I think I should give credit to my parents because, you know, when <laughs> I was five, they signed me up for Say Soccer and T-Ball. They just wanted me to have the same opportunities that able-bodied people had. So they kind of pushed me in that direction and I loved it. And I liked actually competing against people who were, let's say, normal because it made me feel more normal. And actually, it made me a better athlete because, you know, I had to keep up with them and it was, it was hard. But I don't know if I ever set out to do this. I mean, go to the Paralympics or anything. That kind of has manifested as the years have gone by and opportunities have presented themselves. What's that process like for the Paralympics? Uh, the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> um, you know, getting started, I just wanted to try triathlon. Um, I had biked and swam kind of leisurely before, and running was not my thing. Um, having a prosthetic leg, I never really had one that was very responsive. So it was really laborious, and I felt like I was putting so much energy in it and never got anything back until I got my first running blade and then my eyes were opened and I was like, oh, this is what running should feel like. So I was kind of hungry for that. So um, someone that had already competed in the Paralympics in triathlon invited me to a camp and I decided to give it a go and try it. And after I crossed that finish line, it was like I was, you know, I was hooked and I wanted to keep going and going. So um, pretty much, you know, you compete at the national level for as long as you know you can, or if you get better, you can go on to compete internationally, which is what I did. I qualified for my first um, national championship on the first triathlon I ever did, which was insane. 
Um, and then I got third place at the national championship, the first one. So that's when Team USA kind of got interested and they started giving me opportunities, inviting me to the Paralympic Training Center. And they got me some coaching and things like that. So I just kept practicing and getting better. And that's when I thought, you know, I might be able to do the Paralympics. I think I might be good enough. And hopefully I am. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, just your spirit alone, though, is so inspiring. So what's going on next month? Is that to just go through everything that'll be happening? Because this is very exciting. Yeah, I'm going to go to Swansea, Wales, and I'm going to compete in the World Series race over there. So that'll be in the Paralympic qualifying window. So you need to accumulate points in order to get to the Paralympics. The United States takes the top two from the United States in each category. And then, you know, from there, they'll you'll make the team and get to go on to Paris in 2024. Oh, my gosh. So how many weeks will you spend over there, you think, roughly? Four days. Oh, it's just it's, four days. It's so oh. fast. See, I was picturing, like, yeah. <laughs> a lot. I'm like, oh, what a fun time away. And, no, okay. really, we never even get to see much. We just it's go pretty busy. and train and the whole time. the team. Because yep. I know, uh, I think probably your most... Favorite thing you do is being a mom. Yeah. You have two little girls, Eliza mm-hmm. and Gabriella. That's right. Are their names. Yeah. And um, t- tell us about your kids. How, what do they think of all of this? They hate it when I travel. I will say yeah, that. I was gonna, that's why I was <laughs> asking how long you'd be away. So. Yeah. So I try to not be away as much as possible. In fact, we just applied for their passports. So <gasps> I'm hoping cool. they get to come. Um, they fingers say crossed. they're arriving in like five days. So fingers crossed they'll be able to come with us. But Um, normally it's just me traveling alone, but I think they really find this all fascinating. Um, I would say they're inspired. My older daughter has done a couple triathlons now, which is really fun to see her compete at the kind of recreational level with it. And they just see me doing big things. And I think that lets them know that they can do hard things too. Um, the other day in the basement, I'm watching my daughter pitch, um, she actually rolls up socks and she pitches against the wall and she's getting so frustrated. I hear her like this and she drops it and goes upstairs. I was like, so you're just going to quit, huh? And at the time I'm on my bike, on my trainer, sweating profusely, like breathing <laughs> so hard. I can barely talk. Yeah. And she was like, yep. And I hear her slam the door. And then five minutes later, she comes back down. I don't say a word. And she picks up the ball and starts going again. And I was like, I knew you weren't a quitter. There She's you like, go. but I did quit. I was like, no, you took a break. That's what that's There's called. a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. And that's learned. Yeah. Like, you should be very proud of that. That's a really beautiful moment, which uh, kind of brings me to our next question. Were there ever moments where you were like, I got to quit. I don't know if I can do this. Maybe throw in the towel. This is a lot. Has that ever happened? Yeah. I mean, I think being a full-time teacher and trying to train three hours a day, six days a week, it can get a lot. Um, but I don't know if I would ever say I wanted to quit at that point. It was the injury that really started making me think crazy things. Um, when I broke my toe and then I had a stress fracture in my foot and then I got hit by a car, um, in my car, you know, oh my motor gosh. accident. Oh, yeah. Oh my Not goodness. on the bike. Thankfully. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's still terrible. All yeah. those things happened in three months, and I couldn't train for a while, and I definitely couldn't race. 
And because of that, I couldn't acquire points and that put me down in the ranking. And now it's been really hard to get into the big races because I'm not ranked high enough. Mm. And I told my coach, I was like, how am I going to get back into this? It's like a catch 22. You have to have enough points to race, but you can't race unless you have enough points. So I almost felt like I was sidelined and how am I going to get back into this? And am I really putting all this work in to not be able to do this? But, you know, God will take care of things and it'll all come into place. And I just have to keep being disciplined and consistent, which is how it's been the whole time. And it's served me well. So just keep pushing forward. Yeah. And it seems like you have a great support system. And um, do you have some kind of community or mentors? I know you love mentoring young women as well uh, in sports. But uh, what about for you personally? Do you have a go-to group? Um, I would say I have two coaches. I have a swim coach and my main coach, um, Brian Fallon and Perry Hawk. They help me emotionally get through the mental battle of racing. Um, my husband is like my number one supporter. Um, he will like make anything happen if I need to race and, or if I need to train and things are really pressed for time, like he'll go and get my bike ready and he'll watch the kids when I need to go do something. It's just always him making sacrifices to make this work. Um, I do have a local triathlon group. It's called Mojo Triathlon and I do some events with them. But I would say, you know, family and coaching, that's like the mentors that I have. And plus uh, the woman I was talking about earlier that kind of got me into this, her name is Melissa Stockwell. And Grace Norman has also been another mentor to me. They're both phenomenal racers and they've been to the Paralympics before, but they have answered lots of my questions and just set really great examples for me as well. Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson, Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com. You're an author too. Yeah. Tell us about the book because it's not easy to write a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, the book kind of happened because I, I love writing. I teach writing and all that, but I like poetry. And I was sending my poetry out to all these agents and publishers and things like that. And I kept getting all these good responses, but they're like, well, poetry doesn't sell. <laughs> Can you, do you write anything else? I was like, no. So then I was like, well, maybe I should. It's kind of like planted the seed. And then I just got to thinking when I was growing up as a disabled person, I never had books with anyone like me on the front cover. And I think that was a missing link. Like I never saw myself represented. That's also why I model on the side too. Like people need to see others like themselves. And that's when I said, you know, I'm just going to share my story. And if it hits one person, then it's done its job. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Do you have any advice or, um, you know, encouraging words for someone who says, uh, that was, that was inspiring for me. I, I want to give that a try. I know I can do it. You said, you know, you wanted to see someone like yourself on, on the cover of a book and you went mm-hmm. out and you did it. You're out there doing absolutely amazing things besides just being a mom alone and a teacher. Uh, any advice for someone who says I can do that too. And I want to do that. And, and I, and I'm 
I'm encouraged. Yeah, I think that there are plenty of organizations out there now, grants available. Um, you don't have to do it alone. I think that's a big thing. And it is accomplishable. Like, I know it might seem big, but in small chunks, it can happen. And I also think, like, as far as advice-wise goes, um, before all this started, I was pretty reserved, and I was not an adventure seeker at all. Um, I now seek the hard things, and I think that's helped me in life. Now I know that I can tackle things that I never even thought were possible, but you have to go out and seek it. I think we stay in the comfortable zone a lot. It is comfortable, but it doesn't really help us. And how are you going to know what you are capable of and called to do if you don't go out there and get out of your comfort zone and do fearful, hard things? Wow. That's like, that's some deep stuff. No, you're, uh, you're just, um, you're so, you're so inspiring. I I don't know what other word to use, but uh, because you've had so many incredible experiences and things you've done um, over the years, is there a moment or an experience that really just stands out to you? Hmm. Well, I know it might be odd that I'm not going to say a racing thing, but um, this previous school year, I had an amputee student for the first time. Wow. And it was so neat to connect with her. You know, I was seeing some confidence issues that I could identify with. I was like, oh my gosh, that was me in high school. You're trying to hide things and maybe do certain things with my personality to make that stand out rather than my physical side, all of that. And I got to mentor her. I signed her my book and I am now really close with her family. And I got to watch her compete in track. Um, Even though she is an amputee, she actually races in a chair because her amputation is so high up. It's actually Mm -hmm. hard for her to run. But I got to see her go to state and I watched videos from afar that her mom would send me and It was just the coolest thing to witness someone else that like I could see myself in, but hopefully she saw what I was out there doing and she can just get some maybe inspiration or motivation from that. And it just was really cool to connect with someone like me. That's beautiful. Is she in college now or? No, she's actually going to be a sophomore next year. Oh, so she's still pretty young. She's in high school Mm -hmm. still. Oh, see, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So you get to see her grow. Absolutely. Now for the next few years, which is very cool. Is there one thing that stands out that you told her, piece of advice that you gave her with her journey? Yeah, I just always tell her you can do hard things. I love that. See, that's cool. That's cool. Challenge yourself. Do it. Challenge yourself. Yeah. That's that's what I'm, my big takeaway. And she'll never forget that because no, everybody knows when you're in high school and you have that teacher that you just remember. You'll never forget how they encouraged you and her having you is going to be someone who she's going to look back on when she's in college, post-college, and I'm sure you'll stay connected with her. That's yeah, incredible. absolutely. Yeah, I hope to. to come. <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, what would you like to say about OrthoSensi? By all means, yes. we love OrthoSensi here on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I broke my toe, initially I went to another provider, and I think that they had me progress too quickly, and that then turned into the stress fracture in my foot, Um, so it just so happened that my swim coach knew Dr. Angel from OrthoSensi and he got me connected in that way and, um, a sponsorship kind of manifested from there. 
but I never knew that I would need them as much as what I did. I wasn't expecting the car accident and things like that. And, you know, with Steve, who got me hooked in right away, like they just made me a priority. They got me appointments almost immediately. Whereas, you know, other people, you'd have to wait weeks to get in. I got in right away and that helped me get back to racing faster. Um, just the care that they have for me, like Dr. Angel will send me messages like, how are you doing? You doing okay? And it's just so personalized and it's more than just like my physical care. I know that they are there for me and they will support me in whatever way that they can. And I think they know like, you know, my big dream to get to the Paralympics and they're there right there with me. And if you think of sponsorship, like that's what it should be. Mm. Like they should be there with my vision, just like, you know, I am with theirs and hoping to get their name out as well. And, tell their story because people should know the awesome things that they're doing. Yeah. And, and kind of my takeaway from what you just said, how much they help you physically and emotionally, you know, like they're your support system. They've got your back. They're making sure you're okay. But uh, ortho since he really is the best of that. My mom had hip replacement surgery there a few years ago and she still just raves about how wonderful they were. So uh, like I said, this will be a two-parter. We'll be chatting with your yeah, doctor. He wasn't good. able to come in today, but uh, he's coming in next week. So we're going to make this two parts so we can learn more about your journey uh, from his point of view as well, which you're more than welcome to come in if you're not busy with your 10 million things yeah, that you have on your plate. It really was. We were prepping for this and we were like, your list of accolades. I mean, it's it's truly incredible. And I can't wait to see what you do. And thank you for what you do for young women yes. um, alike. And just, um, it's going to be cool to see all the wonderful things that happen to you. I'm excited. And your daughters. Let's yeah. see. You said the one's into sports. Is the other one, she's still pretty, 95? Yeah, and six. She's okay. six now. She's six now. Yeah, she's trying tennis for the first time. Okay. And she likes to ride horses. Is your husband athletic? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are an active family. Mm-hmm. So Very much. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he coaches volleyball. Oh, wow. Okay. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Lynn? No, I'm so encouraged. I, really I do. Is. I feel Chicken inspired. Uh, earlier, Lindsay goes, I wanted to go get Chick-fil-A for dinner. And now, like, reading Kendra's story, I'm like, I'm going to be great today. I'm, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you can't even market salad from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, exactly. Great. I'm going to work out. I'm going to be great <laughs> That's today. <right. laughs> That's what I'm getting. Yes. Yeah, so thank you so much, Kendra Herber, our guest today on the sidelines. You can buy her book. Uh, hold a leg up on life. We'll have links to your website, everything uh, in this captioned here. And of course, a big shout out to Orthosense, our amazing sponsors of this podcast. And of course, uh, who you highly, highly recommend who have helped you a lot. So yes. uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having Good me. Good luck with everything next month. Thank you. <laughs>